How's it going everyone? Welcome again to Eminence Live. My name is Alfonso. My name is Jose Luis Cadena and thank you for joining us. So today we're going to we're going to be continuing the second part to an article that we started reviewing last week called Why You Failed to Reach Your Goals. The first point that we saw was lack of purpose, followed by you cannot remember the why. And today we're going to be covered covering you take on too much. So a little bit about myself. So, you know, going to, you know, growing up in a church, you know, uh, sometimes people ask you to volunteer for different things. Right. Um, and it's very easy to overcommit because this is hard to say no. It happens with family members too. your family members ask you for something, whether it's your parents, whether it's your sibling, and it's difficult to say no. So why is that important? Because sometimes we overcommit. And that hinders us from getting closer to our goals. Now, it's not the easiest thing to do, but one thing that I've also learned is that it doesn't have to be a straight out no. One thing that you could do is being able to counter offer in a way that you're able to assist uh, rather than going for 100% and what it is that they're requesting from you. The reason that this is beneficial is because uh, it's not going to, because you'll be able to know how much more of a load you're able to take. This reminds me of a story of a psychology professor that walked into the classroom and um, she was holding a glass of water that was filled out all the way up. And as she raised the, the glass of water, the students assumed that she was going to ask the typical question, is this um, glass half empty or half full? But her next question to the students was, how much do you think that this glass of water weighs? And uh, the students started uh, screaming out or yelling out different answers for the weight of the glass. And her response to the answers was, in my perspective, she said, it really depends how long I hold the glass of water. If I hold it for, for just a while, for right now, it's not going to weigh much. If I hold it for an hour, it's going to weigh a little bit more. If I hold it for the rest of the day, it's probably going to cause me pain and cramps and my arm is probably going to give out. A lot of times we take on uh, that a lot of times we take on things that seem insignificant at the time and we keep doing those things, but with time it kind of starts becoming a burn. Going back to the illustration of the glass of water, it starts getting heavier and heavier and and, and harder for us to to continue that pace of life now it's not wrong to commit sometimes we commit at a time where our season was slow and maybe we were able to accommodate that commitment that we have but as our seasons change meaning that sometimes you get busier in life or something new is going on in your life we have to reevaluate what we're doing and see what's actually affecting us to get closer to our goals is that thing that you're doing getting you closer or further away from your goals we need to also learn how to decommit decommitting is a big thing because sometimes it's hard for us to go back to the person and tell them you know what i, I just can't do this anymore we, we need to learn how to raise up our hand and say you know at this time I, I know when i said yes it was a little bit slower and i was able to do this but now it's it's kind of a different and explain to them the situation and a lot of times it's our pridefulness. Other times we feel that we're going to let people down. But honesty is the best policy, I would say. Exactly. Um, you know, 
kind of to piggyback on what you were saying it also reminds me of a video that i was watching it's a you know it's a like a it's, it's a mr beast video right and he there's one segment where he has like a bodybuilder and the bodybuilder is only doing curls with a two and a half pounds and he has them doing this for like I think it's like, I mean, it was for a very long time, but even he felt that. I mean, it, it, at first it looks ridiculous, you know, because you see this huge dude, you know, just pulling up the same weight over and over again, and eventually it, it tires him down, you know, because the repetition of it, it eventually becomes like so, so heavy. And it's true, though, because like, how is it that we sign a lease every year for our apartments? or renew our insu our car insurance every six months or a year um how is it that these companies you know could always renew the terms why do they do it to begin with well they do it because they understand that a person's seasons of life changes and they also do it from their end so that they can readjust to what they're seeing on their end to you know to tr to pass the cost back on to us but we are very bad at doing this, you know, like with the stuff that we committed to two years ago, three years ago, or maybe even a month ago, um, you know, things change. And maybe it's time to, you know, why, well, why do I always feel overwhelmed or why is it that I, why, why is it that I never have enough time to get the stuff that I want done? Maybe it's because you're overcommitting. You know, so what are those 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 points in your life where you can say where 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 like you're saying, you know, like uh, hey, go to the person is like, you know what, I um, I'm I'm going, I'm currently going through this, so I'm trying to accomplish this. You know, um, I won't be able to help you the same way I did before, but you know, I could probably assist you with this. You know, and for, and be able to provide a counter. You know, like if you're trying to if you're trying to decommit. So often I find myself overcommitting because I felt to say no myself. So I've been told that maybe I'm a people pleaser, but after thinking about that and, and evaluating myself, I come to realize that the hard truth is that I can't be still at times. I always have to be doing something and I'm always up to for the challenge and I feel I'm a great problem solver and a lot of times I take on too much, maybe because I'm just pushing myself, maybe because I just think that I could do more, but that's where you have to come back and analyze yourself and say okay what is it I evaluate your life evaluate the things that you're doing and why you're doing them other times it's the fear of missing out sometimes we say yes to something because we want to be part of it because it's it looks fun it looks like something that you really want to do sometimes we don't confront the fact that it's just a fear of missing out and we need to let go of that and say you know what i can't do that right now i wish i could but i can't so we need to kind of Go back and look into, like, you need to be honest with yourself. This needs to be like a, a, an evaluation of your life, of your person, of, of who you are. Is it, is it affecting you or hurting you? Is it getting you closer or further away from your goals? So it's always good to reevaluate your commitments and see if there's anything there that is holding you back from doing something that you really need to get done. So, you know, one of these, what this sounds like a lot is like the snowball effect. So if you've been around like the personal finance circles, one of the strategies that is often presented is being able to pay off the smaller debts so that the money that you're freeing up, you could eventually pay off the big debts. Uh, whether you agree with this financial strategy or not, you know, the point is that it's kind of the same thing here. You know, like uh, what are those things that are not really helping you at the moment to be able to reach your final goal you know what are those things that you could you know 
lean on, you know, be able to set aside for now um, so that you can be able to accomplish the bigger task that you've been trying to work on for so long. And maybe it's just as simple as being able to find more time during the week to do something that you enjoy, you know, or being able to find more time during the week to, you know, be able to make a trip to the gym or whatever, you know, it is that you just, you know, it doesn't have to be something like, um, like groundbreaking i mean but if you're if you're just trying to get to a new a new stage in your life maybe that's one thing that you could consider is like what are you taking on that you don't need to right now and uh and and perhaps at the moment drop so that you can be able to do the thing that you want to do you know when i'm when i'm when i was going to college i would never take a math class with a science class because i i have to focus on either math or science it's something that i have to be aware of that I struggle so a lot of times even when I'm making decisions those small decisions I have to be aware okay uh, let's be honest with yourself you're going to struggle with this so let's not do x y and z and that that will allow me to focus more of the energy on the things I really struggle with but the ability to be able to do that is knowing yourself you know and that's why you know you could uh, go to eminencelegacy.com and book a coaching session for, with us that way you could learn more about yourself uh, so, uh, so it's going to le- leave that tool open for you to use. Um, you see, but one of the other things that we can consider is who can help us facilitate, um, you know, what it is that we're trying to accomplish. So, for example, I realized that even though we have access to YouTube videos, I've, I've noticed that my learning curve, like, like, is so dramatically different when I can learn it from someone directly. You know, so, like, uh, I've never been archery. Like, to, like, I've never done archery, right? Like, um, prior, prior to this experience, um, I probably had opportunities, like, I mean, like, uh, like, in, like in summer camps and stuff like that, but I never actually got around to doing it. So, uh, my wife and I were like, it's like, hey, look, there's this free, uh, there's this free class for archery. So we went, um, really good instructor, right? So, um, you know, we've, we, we were actually pretty surprised at how we were, how, uh, how, that we were even able to hit the targets but the point is you know so we went with an instructor that has been archery hunting that he's been i mean practicing with a bow and arrow for so long that he just knew his craft you know um and he got us to a level in so little time to to the point that we were able to go on later trips to go shark uh, target shooting you know later on on our own because of how well this instruction was i mean so everything that i could have probably spent several days several hours learning from an instructional video on online i learned so much quicker with with this guy you know and one of the things that he was able to do while we were there is being able to save me the pain of several of the mistakes that novices often often do whether it's like moving your hand out of the way before the arrow shoots out or, or preventing it from scraping your face you know like i mean um all of those uh, painful experiences were avoided for me because he was he warned me about him up ahead um, up ahead not that not that there's nothing wrong with starting things on your own and trying to learn something on your own i mean that's better than doing nothing absolutely i mean go ahead and do that i'm just saying that you know if you do find somebody that can coach you in the field that you're trying to that you're trying to uh, that you're trying to do go ahead and, and reach out to that person and let them know and you'll find that that they're more than willing to help so uh something else that uh, that my wife and i like to do for fun is uh playing board games right um you know and a secret about board gamers is that we're always willing to teach a new gamer how to play a game and the reason for that is because we benefit from it because if you learn how to play the game then we have someone to play with you know so uh, you'd be surprised how many people are willing to help, but we never ask. 
it's very important to always find that person that has that life or that 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 goal already that they've already obtained it because it's going to help you get ahead a little bit faster and it's going to kind of cut the time on your mistakes and the 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 know-how they already know how the know-how the experience and they already have that under their belt so it's like like we were saying it's not bad to start on your own but hey the the more you surround yourself with with people that have the same goals the more likely it is that you're going to reach your goals I'm, if I want to be good financially, I'm going to hang out with good financial people. I heard this one thing that if you really want to be like a millionaire, why don't you invite a millionaire out for dinner? And, and a lot of people would say, well, that's ridiculous. I have a million dollars and, and, and why would I invite them out to eat? Well, if you invite a millionaire out to eat and you pay for their meal, they could teach you how they got there. Because a lot, the most of the millionaires today were not born millionaires, and they could teach you the know-how, how they got there. But we're not willing to invest a lot of time. Our, we're not willing to invest time and money on things that we really want. So I really suggest that whether it's uh, your financial goals, your health goals, your uh, that next big thing that you want to do. Find a community, find somebody that's already doing it, that's been through the ringer, that could teach you, that could get you to the next level. And most importantly, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself of what you really struggle with and find that person or those people that could help you take it to the next level. You know, you brought up cost in that and um, in the in the previous statement that you were saying. Um, and sometimes it is worth, you know, paying a few extra bucks, you know, to be able to get, you know, results like uh you know whether it's like a financial advisor you know whether it's a you know like a, a tax even a tax preparer now that we're going into like tax season you know like it, it's like yeah it costs you a little bit of you know it might cost you at the time but sometimes the the the, the results that you get from it um are going to be a lot more higher now uh, often i've often heard the phrase too like if you um if you invest in something, like if it if it is if it's gonna cost you something, you're more likely to commit. So how do you feel about that statement? Well, when you have skin in the game and you have something to lose, you're always gonna give it your your best effort. I mean, if you're actually uh, paying for it or you have have some something to lose, you're always gonna feel it. If it's given to you, it's never gonna be worth the same. Like I could think about so many things that were given to me while I was growing up, and I didn't value them as much as I do now. Now I take care of them, like a lot of the things that I had were, and before, probably my parents were kind of fed up with me that I wasn't careful enough with their stuff. But it comes to a point in your life that you start having to do things on your own and you value that more. And honestly, like once you, you, you experience those small wins, once you experience a little bit of, of, of momentum in your life, you you never want to go back. But the the key here is to experience that kind of of, of of a small wins for you to keep on moving exactly so with that said if you're feeling overwhelmed find out the stuff that you can cut off that way you can free up your time and energy so that you can focus on the main things that matter to you at the moment and with that said avoid avoiding the situation you know, so um, I have a, you know, I recently got a, a, a parrot. Well, he's been with us like about like for, sev- uh, 
for about seven months, right? And um, I'm trying to train her to uh, be able to fly to us on command. But when we got her from the uh, from from the breeder, like she had her uh, feather, her flight feathers clipped off, and she will do everything to avoid flying. She's terrified of it. You know, she's doing it now on her own. You know, but like uh, I would, I would have like a like a snack across from her. You know, that way she could fly. Um, that way I could signal her to be able to fly over to my finger. But instead, she would just like start playing with something else, or she would find like a leftover snack from somewhere else so that she could avoid flying. You know, she was so terrified of it. You know, um, and uh, that that she do, that she would just avoid it altogether. And I think that's true for us too. You know, we like. Uh, you know, we, we're so afraid to get started. We're so afraid to fail that we don't even get started at all. Zig Ziglar said it best. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to get to. I'm sorry, I butchered the, the, the it's you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So going from that is a lot of times we, we don't start because we want everything to line up we want the moons and the stars everything to be lined up but to be honest is that a lot of times things are not going to line up the way you want them to you need to start somewhere and once you start the process it, it's going to get you somewhere and if you need to make different different turns and, and different different decisions along the way so be it but it's like going back to the, 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 the idea of a GPS. A GPS only works if you're moving. The GPS on your phone only redirects you once you make the wrong turn. A lot of times you're going to make those wrong turns, but you can make those adjustments, those small adjustments to get back on track. And now a lot of times that little, the beginning that you have is going to take you somewhere else because maybe, maybe you find out along the way that there's something else that you rather focus on along the way but you're not going to know that until you get the process going and a lot of times we we try to we try to use so many excuses so many excuses another another thing uh analysis paralysis how many of us have so much information on certain topics yet we don't execute on on them we're not we're not doing anything in regards to to those areas in our lives you already have the information you know you know where to start but yet you keep procrastinating, you keep pulling it off. So don't avoid, don't avoid to start because you're afraid of failing. There, you never can fail. The only way you could lose if you stop doing what you're doing. So to summarize it, we fail because of lack of action. Now the final point that this article covers is focusing on what you do not want. So uh, one of the things that the article says, it says the average person can tell you what they do not want. But successful people will always tell you what they do want. We need to we need to have a focus on, on the things that we want. Prioritize, come up with a game plan, and break things down into small tasks. And we need to design an environment that guarantees our success. Now, what one thing that I want you to remember that that goals are abstract. Unless you visualize them, they, they, they don't become real. And let me tell you why. Because we see in pictures. So if I say, um, I left the box in front of your door. When I say that, you, you, you picture your door in front of your house. You don't picture my door. Because we see in pictures. So if you are able to visualize your goal, you're able to start on it. 
and it's going to give you that 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 motive that 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 inspiration that momentum to to start moving towards that goal so you need to focus on what you want so you have to make it real from the abstract you know so visualize what it is that you want to get to so one things that uh, one of the things that we often fail to realize is that a goal should be measurable and observable right so like these words uh, we often hear like in the scientific method you know well measurable how you know it's like we'll set a deadline you know like if uh, by the end of the week i want to read this much by three months i want to see this by six months i want to be able to be there you know how is it observable because you're going to be changes um you know if you do fall off the wagon you know just get back up um uh, you know but it should be measurable it should be observable and because it works then it's going to be replicatable too thoughts produce the quality of our decisions therefore excellence must begin in the mind that's why it's very important for us to always have a positive attitude now things are going to fall off like like he will, like he was saying we're going to fall off the wagon the importance is not to focus on when you fall off the importance is on getting back on getting back on the horse getting back on the wagon and, and keep going we, we're going to have a good days or we're going to have a bad days but what we want to do is have more good days and bad days that's how we win that's how elections work that's how the democratic system works the more votes you put in that person wins well if you want to become a better person you need more votes for you to be able more good days for you to be able to become that person that you want to be and your goals are obtainable if you plan them out you need to plan them out have have a have a have a uh, prioritize go again going again to decommitting make your priorities straight come up with a game plan and break them down into small tasks that's going to be key and create an environment that will allow you to succeed and by you and just to expand on the illustration that you're, that you're that you're giving about votes so pretend you have like a like two voting booths right so let's say like you have a goal to be able to read three books this year okay so all right so the one box says more likely to succeed and then the other box says less likely to succeed so let's say all right first step let me go ahead and buy three books that i'm most interested in that's the equivalent of you adding a ballot to the will succeed ballot right um however you never make any adjustments by you know decommitting from stuff you don't need at the moment to be able to accomplish your goal um, and therefore you find that you never have time during the week well that's one vote going into the ballot box that says unlikely to succeed you know um, now let's say you leave the book available like in the book stand with the bookmark ready you know with a nightlight that you'll be able to be able to illuminate the book with um, where you're more likely to see it and remind yourself that that's your goal to be able to accomplish that's another ballot towards the more likely to succeed box you know so just be able to set up your environment you know in such a way that you're gonna set yourself up for success it's very important that we start with small increments you don't have to, going back to the book idea or illustration you don't have to read the whole book in one day it's just let's start with a page let's start with a chapter but get started that's the important thing and anything that you do in life just get started all right, and that concludes the episode for today. If you would like to book a session with us, then you can visit eminencelegacy.com. Feel free to also visit our blog and visit us on all social media platforms. 
And if you would also like to contribute for uh, shows like these, then uh, visit our Patreon where you'll have the opportunity to uh, hear from us on your inbox or, you know, even uh, suggest a topic that we could cover in the future. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.